0: How does an individual agent produce over $300 million a year on average with no team? We're gonna find out today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, find out why agents across the country come to Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering clients a real estate sales and marketing solution to generate more business. And Real Geeks is super easy to use. Their websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for the end user. Real Geeks is also mobile-friendly, delivering an excellent user experience on the go. Real Geeks includes an easy-to-use CRM, so once your leads sign up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up triggers. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase your brand awareness. Do yourself a favor and please visit realgeeks.com com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to real geeks to generate more business again visit realgeekscom geeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod this episode is also brought to you from Modwell.io, who can take your listings and quickly virtually renovate them to show prospective buyers what's possible, making your sales much faster and for higher price points. Guys, this is awesome stuff. And I'll be telling you more about Modwell halfway through the episode. But for now, go visit Modwell.io. That's M O D W E L L.io. And now onto the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. Welcome to the show. If you're a new listener, welcome back. If you're returning, we love our listeners. We're just about to have, I'm just about to have a conversation with the top REMax agent in the world. His name's Jordan Cohen. He's gonna be on in just a few seconds. Before we get to Jordan, just a quick reminder. Guys, we have a new uh, social media, well, we're actually publishing on social media Media now more content for you almost every day. Uh, our actual my my videographer can't quite uh, always do uh, everyone uh, every day, but almost every day we're posting short form video links, sorry, video clips to all the different social media channels, including TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. And we're posting these little sixty second clips from our episodes, kind of the best moments, a best of if you want bite sized. That we show them in reels um, on Instagram and Facebook. A TikTok, of course, is all video. So it's they're there. You can easily find us just whatever social platform you use just do a search for keeping it real hit that subscribe button and then if you can uh, make sure that you're checking that page because almost every day we're posting these clips just in case it doesn't naturally show up in your feed so again we have you know depending on which social platform you use um you know we have different handles but just search for keeping it real and hit that subscribe button and get even more content from us on a more regular basis all right guys enough for me let's get to the main event my conversation with Jordan Cohen. Today on the show, our guest is Jordan Cohen with Remax in uh, Southern California. Let me tell you more about Jordan. Now, Jordan Cohen is, and this is an incredible guest for us, guys. So please, please pay attention to this bio here. This is really amazing. Jordan Cohen is the six-time number one Remax agent worldwide, closing over three hundred and fourteen million in sales annually. How big is his team? You might ask. It is a team of one. Three hundred and fourteen million in sales annually. A team of one. Cohen specializes in luxury estates and has been recognized in many publications, including Unique Homes, Dream Homes International, DuPont Registry, and the LA Times. Because of his clientele of celebrities and professional athletes, he has been featured on ESPN. Uh, His listings have been profiled on Extra and Access Hollywood. Jordan has also represented more than 150 professional athletes, actors, entertainers and Hollywood executives and he is an author and his newest book The Agent's Edge Secret Strategy to Make Your Fortune Selling Real Estate is available now for everyone to purchase and guys if I was wanting to learn from the best which of course this podcast is all about I would buy Jordan's book so what's all go buy Jordan's book, The Agent's Edge. We will have a link to that in the show notes. You can also buy Jordan's book directly by going to jordancohen.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-C-O-H-E-N, just like it sounds, jordancohen.com for all things Jordan. Also follow him on Instagram. His Instagram account is jordancohen1, or just one. So jordancohen1. We will have a link to all of that in the show notes. Jordan, welcome to the show.
1: Man, DJ, that was a I was a hell of an introduction, man. I appreciate it so much. Thank
0: you. You're a hell of a guest. We're excited man, to I, have I'm you.
1: I'm very uh, grateful and humbled that you said such kind of stuff, man. So, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Well, I, I truly appreciate it.
0: Thank you that. for for making time for for our show and our audience. We appreciate it and you know, you are known as, as sort of the guy at the top of the Remax mountain, but I our audience is always interested in hearing how people climbed the mountain first. Um, so I would be curious to know how did you get into real estate? Was it something you always knew that you wanted to do or was this like a career change? So love to hear that story.
1: Oh, okay. Sounds good, DJ. So no, I um it was kind of the opposite of what I wanted to do. My parents had done it, but they uh, they kind of struggled. They were always kind of deal to deal when I was growing up. So it was kind of the opposite. Uh, but I was a terrible student. I graduated from college with a 2.05 GPA. I cheated my way through. And therefore, when I graduated, I didn't have any big corporations knocking down my door or anything like that. So the only thing I had going for me, I thought was a good personality. So I knew I would go into some sort of sales. But I, in truth, I wanted to be an insurance guy because I wanted to be opposite of real estate. So I, I wanted to be insurance, but then there was a guy named Jim that worked out at the gym that I work out at, and he carried business cards in his socks. And when he walked around, everybody scattered away from him because he was Jim, the insurance guy. Right. So I said, you know, I don't want to be that guy. That, that just went up to people who was trying to sell insurance, not like there's anything wrong with insurance. We all need it, but I didn't want to be that guy people ran from. So basically what I did was I started a little business when I was in college called Property Promotions, where I did real estate advertising for my parents or for other realtors. So I saw I met all the realtors in the San Fernando Valley where I'm from. And most of them kind of struggled, but there was a few that did well. And there was one guy that in those days we're going back 33, 34 years ago. There was one guy that was the number one guy and he was making 400 grand a year. His broker told me that and that's more than NFL players made. I didn't know anybody can make that yeah. kind of money.
0: Huge so, money.
1: Huge money. So I was like, oh shit, man. real estate isn't such a bad thing, man. So I uh, I went into real estate right after college. Once I learned that somebody could actually make that kind of money, I started in entry-level housing. My average sales price was under 200000 for the first seven years of my career. It was 150000 200000 You know, I even did many deals under $100,000. And, uh, and then after about seven years, Uh, I got my first pro athlete and he said, Hey man, he just signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. And he goes, Hey man, let's look in Westlake village. Now you got to remember this was before the internet DJ. So I didn't really, I'd never even been to Westlake village. I didn't even know where it was. And he goes, Hey, I think there's some, you know, million dollar guard gated communities. I go, Oh man, there's some amazing guard gated communities. I had no idea DJ. I didn't even know where, Westlake was. So I went out there. I quickly learned that there were some gated communities. I did that first deal with him, which was, I think it was around a million and a half dollars. And I got that lottery money. I'd never seen a paycheck like that. Uh, But for me, the interesting thing was I met all the realtors that were selling these million dollar homes, DJ. And I, they were all very nice, but I remember thinking, man, they're not any better than me just because they're selling million dollar homes and I'm selling $200,000 homes, I thought I could compete with them. So I did that deal. I packed up my shit. I told my wife, we were just married, I've been married for 30 years. I said, man, if these people can sell million dollar homes, I think I could do it too. So I packed up, started all over.
0: It it is interesting. I I remember I talked to a a guy from Texas one time on on our show years and years ago, and he started out selling three hundred thousand dollar homes, and then he eventually got to a place where his average price point was three million. And I said, "What's the difference in selling a three million dollar home and a and, and a three hundred thousand dollar home?" He goes, "It's exact same." <laughs> It's the exact same thing. He goes, it's just it's just a different clientele. And he said, he goes, I realized that at some point in his career. Now, now maybe when you get into the to the higher echelon, you know, properties, it is a different process. But for three hundred thousand to three million, he said, he goes, I wish I wouldn't have. Not that there's anything wrong with, of course, uh, providing service to three hundred thousand dollar homes. Those are wonderful. And in your case, hundred to two hundred thousand dollar homes and even less. Um, but did you find that it was actually a similar amount of effort to sell the million-dollar home uh, to the athlete versus you know some of the smaller properties that you were doing?
1: It's actually easier because wow. the sellers, it's not their first time around. So you don't yeah. have to explain what liquidated damages and arbitration is. So it's actually easier to transact a multi-million-dollar home. The harder thing is to actually win the listing. That's the yeah. challenge because you're competing against Great realtors. There's great realtors at all price points. Make no mistake, but you're you're dealing with people that are uh, just more financially stable. So they again they've done many deals. So that's more competitive. So it's difficult to get those listings. It's difficult to get those buyers. But the actual transaction is probably easier than it is yeah. selling the entry level homes. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, a that's a really strong point. So the competition, of course, would be fierce uh, for for those uh, those listings. What are some of the the, the techniques or the strategies that you would employ to separate yourself from other competitors that were also vying for those same deals?
1: Well, that's everything, DJ. And that's, that's the bulk of my book, to be honest with you. I don't want to sound like a car salesman, but my book is there's like seven chapters on that on listing presentation. So I'll tell you how I became passionate about that. And this is the truth. So when I started, my broker at the time told me to, you know, pick my geographical farm, which was in a city called Canoga Park, door knock, sure. give away all the you know door magnets and notepads, and, and then hopefully you'll get some listing appointments as time goes on. So I did everything he told me to do, and then I actually got my first two listing interviews. And the difference is I went into those listings and basically did what I was told to do, which was talk about comps, price, and about my company, but I lost both those listings both those Mm. listings would have paid me about six grand each, which would have doubled my net worth. It would have gotten me out of my bedroom, my parents' house and and it hit me at that moment. I'm like, shit, in that one hour, that hour and a half window, I got to get better. I got to win those listings. I dedicated really my whole life at that point to never feeling uncomfortable again, never feeling, uh, never, uh, I I wanted to have the most confidence I could. In a listing interview, in a presentation, so I started create language. Went to a bunch of seminars to pick a line here and there, but mainly create my own language that would enable me to win. That's when my business took off. That's when I enjoyed calling expired listings. That's when I enjoyed pushing for those listing interviews because I felt I could beat anybody. I think the most important skill set a real estate agent can have is a dominant listing presentation because everybody talks so much about lead generation, lead generation. But at the end of the day, two or three people are losing those lead opportunities, those listing opportunities. Uh, I like to, I want to have as much, I want every seller to have as much confidence in me as I have in myself, that I'm the best realtor. And that all stems from a powerful listing presentation. So that's, that's everything. So that's the tip I give every realtor. I say, prepare, have your listing presentation, practice it. Be confident in it and truly believe you're the best realtor in that interview situation. Once you have that skill set, real estate becomes fun and it becomes a whole lot more profitable.
0: Yeah, I love that. This It's the Boy Scout motto, always be prepared, right? It's this idea yeah. of, you know, it, it is interesting because listing presentations, you know, you'll talk to some, some agents who go, I show up with a legal pad with nothing written on it. And I go in blind, right? Some people go in with literally no presentation. They go in to take notes, and they and that's one approach. And then you have on the extreme other end, uh, a, a, you know, a multimedia sort of uh, you know presentation with slides and and various you know devices. And you know, it, it's it's interesting. Everyone does it a bit differently. Um, what's what are your take on? the characteristics of a good listing presentation, like what are some of the things that have to be there? And by the way, let's just first address the question, the idea of going in with a with a blank legal pad and, uh, and, and saying to a seller, all right, let's talk. Um, it, it, that being a listing presentation, uh, what's your response to people who do that?
1: Well, first of all, I was trained when I first started in real estate to just talk about price and, and about the company. So that's I get. That's the reason why, you know, I'm very fortunate and humble to say that I win more, you know, more, many more times than I lose because uh, most realtors go in unprepared like that. So for me, it's it's about saying and how you say the same thing that we all do. How do you describe how do you get people excited about photography? How do you get people excited about just lists? How do you get people excited about social media? I call it like my tools, right? My tools and my toolbox. It's everybody's going to say, we put your home on Instagram, but it's how you explain that to a seller in a powerful way, not about how many followers you have, but the benefits of that to that seller. Every seller, they don't care so much about what you've done in the past. They care about what you're going to do for them, right? Wow. So it's it's knowing that. So explaining all the things you're going to do for them in a very fluid confident manner that's going to, that's going to bang. And then come up. Okay. So I'll give you like one of my good lines, DJ, right? So I, I, uh, I, I'd like to think outside of the box all the time. So I'll, I'll tell you, cause you asked me to do, to give some takeaways, right? So I'll give you a couple takeaways. So, so for me, one of the closest I always do is I say, Mr. Seller, I want you to have as, the same amount of confidence in me as I have in myself, that I am the best real estate agent. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about everything that I'm going to do for you. Because really the job of a realtor is to maximize the exposure of the home, to get as many people as possible to become aware of your home, to truly maximize your pro- the exposure of your property, then get those people excited, screen them, vet them, show it properly, and then get them to make the commitment to buy your home. That's the job of a realtor. I shake my head yes, and they get kind of excited about that. Then I say, now I'm going to tell you how I'm going to expose your home to not only real estate agents. But to the general public. And then at the end of the day, you have to choose the realtor that you think is the best one at exposure and of course salesmanship. Now, if you say things like that, the way that I just said it with confidence, fluid, and power, it's it's pretty hard to beat that, right? Versus, oh, let's just talk about comps. You know, what I always you, push comps to the end. Talk about and comps.
0: You know what I you know what I love too is is you you're meeting the client. You're really focusing on what the client's experience of actually choosing a realtor is. You're not you're doing something actually quite brilliant because you're saying, hey, Mr. Uh, Mr. Seller, you're going through this process right now. So I am now on the same side of the table as you because I am repeating back the process you're going through as you're evaluating, um, you know, different realtors. And here's what I'm going to do for you. And I understand this is a tough thing for you to figure out who you want to end up using. Here's what I'm going to do for you. It, it's it's a subtle little thing that you added in there that was brilliant because it puts you on the same side of the table as then You're like, yeah, I get it. You're 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 interviewing people. Here's what I'm going to do, and here's what you know how to make the best. Decision decision. I love that. That was subtle, but Thanks. brilliant.
1: Thanks. I also say like, listen, I appreciate the opportunity to interview for the for the job of working for you. I never yeah. say working with you. I, I cringe when realtors say that all the time. Oh, I'm so excited to work with you. And, and, and but it's not the case. They're hiring right. us to do a job to work for them, to sell their home. So I say that put my ego aside. I say, Mr. Seller, and I say it all the time. Thanks again for the opportunity to interview for the job, to work for you. Thanks for the opportunity It'd be an honor to work for you It'd be an honor, and i say that because i still think uh human nature is people like to hear that they like to hear it because it's the truth especially people that aren't a boss they like to hear that they're hiring somebody and they are the boss so i'll even one of the lines that i say is that this is pretty good because i use this all the time i think a lot of realtors can can take this line alone and say i say mr job mr seller kind of like an, an agent for an athlete an agent's job an athlete is to not only negotiate the contracts but to get their clients that off the field money athletes love that pizza hut money they want that shoe deal they want all that so a great a real sports agent is going to be on the phone all day promoting their clients to get them that off the field thing it's the same with me i'm a real estate agent the difference is i'm on the phone all day promoting my star which is your house your house is my star So a good real estate agent is like a good sports agent or a good movie agent. We're behind the scenes and we're promoting our stars, which is your house. So your house will be my star. And I'm going to spend all day every day that I can to promote your home to get people excited about your home. That, again, if you say that properly, is a very powerful listing line, not line, but fact. But it's a powerful and relatable thing for a seller to hear.
0: This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Modwell. We've all been there. You can see the potential of an outdated property, but your buyer can't, and the opportunity is lost. You wish you could snap your fingers and transform the space, And now you can with Modwell. Now listen up. This visionary team with years of experience in real estate, architecture, design, and prop tech built Modwell's 3D enhanced listing technology to digitally reimagine a property so you can show your buyer the stunning possibilities in real time and inspire action. Modwell visually transforms high-end homes as well as new developments to move prospects quickly. Josh on Million Dollar Listing used Modwell's 3D listing tech to reimagine imagine an outdated 1930s home and went from zero showings to 23 book showings and two offers in just 10 days. That's impressive, right? Now you might be thinking, I already get renderings done. Well, this is nothing like that. This is next level interactive 3D like you've never seen and you must see it to get the full picture. I couldn't wait to try it myself and really, honestly, the demo blew me away. I want you guys to experience Modwell and transform your properties. So I asked them to do something special just for our listeners. And they came through with a $250 credit on your first enhanced 3D listing. Just use our special link, livemodwell.com forward slash real. Again, that's livemodwell.com forward slash real. Choose them for your very next listing. Help your clients see the future. And now onto our show. You're absolutely right. Everybody wants a concierge experience as a consumer, right? We want the the top level high uh, white glove experience as a consumer. But we don't often get that unless we happen to be you know wealthy enough to to have some of those experiences. But everybody wants the experience, whether they ever get to have them or not. And what you're really doing is you're bringing that top top shelf white glove service to all of your clients and you're treating them all as equal, but you're treating them all as if they are the most important client in the room or in your, in your, uh, you know, which of course they need to be for to, or need to feel that way uh, about you. And I I think, I think that is a really, really smart way is, is to make sure that the, the, that your seller is actually, uh, you know what their needs are emotionally so that you can be there to support them.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good point, too. That's strong. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, in the interview, real estate is very competitive. DJ, there's, there's more realtors than there are listings. I, I think the last stat I heard, there's twice as many realtors as there are real estate agents. So yeah. it's incredibly competitive. So the better skill set you have of being able to walk into a room and interview against two or three other realtors, someone's going to get that listing. Someone's going to get paid. So the more powerful your presentation is going to be, the better you're going to win. For example, I never talk about price until the end. When I first started, I was trained to talk about price in the beginning by a big trainer. And he says, if you can't agree on the price, get out of there. You have more listings to do. You have more phone calls to make. You have more prospecting to do. So if you can't agree on the price, if you have an illogical seller, get out. Well, then what would happen is I would see that. I did that. So I would go and talk about price, couldn't come to an agreement on the price, and I'd leave. And then I'd see that property actually come on the market at a right price. And I questioned myself. I said, right. how come I didn't price? And then I realized I wasn't giving them any reason to listen to me, to believe yeah. in me. So I switched. So now I give my powerful listing presentation always before I talk about the price. I want to establish the credibility, DJ. I want them to go. My goal on every listing interview to not to have them want to hire me, but to have them need to hire me to accomplish their goals or at least believe they need me. They need a guy like me to maximize the exposure and to get their home sold for their money. Once I could get that and I could see it in their eyes, I could hear it in their voice, I got them. This is mine. Then they're going to listen to me better and respect my, my valuation of the price of their home. They're going to respect my opinion once they trust me. And the way you earn that trust is by delivering a great
0: presentation. And, and you've how, done your how whole. How are we doing, DJ? How are we doing, man? How we doing amazing. all right? Oh, doing, ama- doing amazing, by the way, because okay. I, I my, my mind is, is just being flooded because I, there's so many realtors that will show up to a listing presentation and, you know. Maybe, maybe they don't feel that there's a lot of competition. Maybe there isn't competition in this particular listing presentation. So they'll say things like, well, okay, what price point do you want? Mr. Mr. And Mrs. Seller. Okay. Well, we want to sell it at X. Okay. Well, we can try it at X and let's see what happens. You don't go in that way. You go in with, you've done your homework. You know, the price point you want, and you're not really worried about the price because what, because you are the expert, you need to first defend and impress upon them, uh, what all of the accrued, uh, all of the sort of, you know, reasons why they should trust you. The price is going to work itself out once they trust you because y- your whole mission is, is, so that's really, really smart is prices is at the very, very end. I love that. I think yeah. that is brilliant. Yeah.
1: It's the truth. I, in fact, if I, if I'm not even have to, uh, compete with another realtor. So if a seller says, Hey, Jordan, we're not even interviewing anybody else. You're the number one guy in the County. You know, obviously you're the top guy in our area. You're a good referral. All our friends have said you're great, all this kind of stuff. You don't even have to interview. We just want to come and basically come list me, right? I gotta tell you, DJ, I still do my presentation. It's yeah. a it's a 30-minute investment for me to be able to have them respect what we do as realtors. We work our asses off, right? I want to, and we invest money. Notice I didn't say spend money, invest money. We invest time, money, passion, and energy to properly expose a home and get a home sold. So I want them to know that because I know I'm going to have more control of the escrow. I'm going to have more control on the inspection process. I'm going to have more control on the pricing. So I still want them to go, wow, I didn't realize you were going to do this, that, and the other to work, you know, to benefit me and in, in the ability to sell my home. So thank you. So I give my presentation always, even if I don't have to, I give it. I know I a think, lot of realtors are hearing this going, why would you do that? Why would you spend 30 minutes? I just explained why, because it helps you earn their respect even more.
0: And it's professional and we're in a professional environment. And even if it's your best friend, who's going to be your client, treat him like a white glove. Look, if I walk into let's just say like the Waldorf Astoria, which I uh, I once in a blue moon I get to go to a place like that, it's a different experience than walking into a lower priced hotel, right? There there is an experiential component to this that you that that top places have. Jordan has that, and he applies it to all of his clients, and that is absolutely brilliant because, of course, going back to our earlier point, everybody wants to feel special and important. Actually treat them as if they are because guess what? They are. They actually are important.
1: You know, I, I love the fact that you just said the word professional. I ask myself that. I could ask my assistants every day. I say, is this professional? Does this look professional? I don't put my picture on anything. DJ, I don't put my picture on ads. I don't put my picture on... On my signs. I don't put my picture on anything because I always say to myself when the day comes that lawyers start doing that or doctors start putting their picture on their cards and things like that, I get some do. Then I want to do that. I want to make, I want to build my brand as professional, classy as I can. So that's amazing. He says, So I try to be as professional as I can, clean lines, everything clean, and uh, versus like, a, you know, you're never going to see a picture of me holding my dog. In, in Real estate advertising or pretending like I'm on the phone. You know, nothing that just kind of looks, you know, to me, doesn't look as professional. It's just a classy look.
0: So that's well, a and everyone knows by now how inauthentic it is when you drive, uh, you know, down, you know, in your case, you know, you're driving down PCH or whatever, and there's a billboard with a, you know, with a, uh, a lawyer with his sleeve rolled up, going, "I'm going to fight for you," and he's showing you his bicep, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, we get it, <laughs> we, <laughs> we understand." I, I, I want to see you in the suit though when he gets into the courtroom. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, let's talk about, you know, we are so quick to shoo old ideas for how to you know old sales ideas old marketing ideas and and I love the fact that that you have actually taken some old techniques and actually made them not new again but made them important again and and the fun we're talking about fundamentals so I'd love to hear how you've taken some older ideas and made them into sort of cutting edge strategies
1: Oh 100% uh, DJ I I that's exactly what I do man I take time tested Stuff that has worked for you know decades and decades and decades, I just explain it better, and I like to think that I use it better and I elevate it. So, for example, that's a great question, man. Uh, just listed, right? So every realtor uh, will do a just listed, right? It helps build your geographical farm and all that kind of stuff. But how do you explain those on a listing presentation? So I'll tell you what I do. So. First of all, I elevate it. So the way I got established in my farm and I continue to stay ahead of the curve in my marketing area, even though I compete against great realtors, I stay ahead. I do it bigger and better. I do different shapes, different sizes, better quality card stock, but then it's the way I explain it on a listing presentation. So I'll say to a seller, I say, Mr. Seller, so the job of realtors to maximize the exposure, we need to cast a wide net. So in order to cast a wide net, I'm gonna blow it up with I'm going to blow it up with social media. I'm going to blow it up with email blasts and all the other good stuff that I do to blow it up internationally and nationally. However, sometimes the buyer going to come from just dropping the line in the water. And the way I'm going to do that is these epic elevated just listed brochures. Notice I don't say postcards because it's not just a cheap postcard that someone's going to throw away. I like to invest in elevating it. So hopefully a buyer that isn't online all day, every day, searching Zillow for a home actually lives in your area or one of my other, that's also on my, uh, my mail list that isn't on the, on the computer all day, every day, you know, just swiping through Zillow. But they've always said, you know, if the right house, if that single story home with the pool and the view, which is what you have, Mr. Seller comes across my desk or in my mailbox, I'm open to, to making that move. So what I want to do is I want to mail these incredible brochures to past clients, sports agents, business managers, relocation companies, and all your neighbors so they can open it up, not throw it away so quick and say, man, honey, we love this neighborhood or our friends want to move in this neighborhood. Isn't this the exact house that we would want to buy? So some, but they're again, they're not on Zillow all day, every day. They open up the mail and they see something beautiful like this. I can show it to a seller. I can hand it to him. It's something that you can see, feel, touch, and uh, and appreciate. Don't you think there's a small chance, any chance, that there's a buyer that lives right around the corner from you that'd be interested in your single-story pool with a view home? And they say, yeah. And I say, so it's my job, the job of a realtor, is to bring your home to them, not just hope that they find your home. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring your home to people. So that's an old trick, the old listing just listed. But if you do them right, you elevate it and you explain them in a listing interview, you're going to win. You're going to sound like an expert. What I say makes sense. There's some side benefits to it, building your geographical farm, just representing the homes well, representing yourself well, representing your industry and your business classy. But in reality, I sell homes every year as a direct result of those alone. Okay, Boy, God, you just man.
0: said you, you said so much there. I, I, I'm i so impressed. I I think there's a lot of our listeners that, you know, it, look, guys, it, this isn't a criticism of anyone listening. Uh, I, I'm certainly uh, <laughs> I could fall prey to this as well. But let's remember when we get a listing, it's not enough. Just to drop it onto the MLS and let it syndicate out all over online and hope that someone stumbles across it. What Jordan is talking about is going, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. But that's just like maybe the maybe step one. And then I've got 25 other steps that I'm going to do to continue to cast a net and shoot this out to neighbors. I know which neighborhoods. Feed into this neighborhood. I know where the people who want to live here now, where they're currently living. I am going to send them a postcard to tell them about this. Not a postcard. Sorry, a, a, sorry. A mailing go. brochure. A, a mailing a, brochure,
1: like a, a luxury really, brochure. Yeah, it's an invest. Not not a giant. You know, even though some might do that, but it's a it's something that's not so easy to throw away. But my, no, but no. What I, you're doing is you're building your name as well total. as trying to sell the home. But even more than that. It's a hell of a listing tool. If you it's use in and it, you it is, say it, what I say, you will win listings just that way alone. That's just guys, one of my
0: tools. Guys the book is The Agent's Edge Secret Strategies to Win Listings and Make Your Fortune Selling Real Estate Available Everywhere Books are sold we'll have a link to it in the show notes. Jordan you are absolutely right I, but this idea of when you get a listing everyone listening you have to go out and find the buyers and you have to tell the seller how you are going to do that and Jordan is the king of doing that. He just basically oh, man, explained you. <laughs> it you. you are the king, the king of that oh, and, and really think think about how powerful that is. Most realtors don't really do that. They'll say, well, we'll put it online and it'll get distributed and every realtor will see it and they'll tell their clients. What Jordan does is he goes, I know exactly where people who move, who want to live in this, I know where they live now and I'm going to make sure that they know that this place is available for sale. He did his homework. He knows his market. He is the king of his market because he knows where people want to live and he goes out and says, hey, the reason why he wins listings and he's the number one Remax guy in the world is he has a solution to all of the issues that may come up during a listing. He's like, don't worry. I know where the people that are going to buy this place probably live right now. I'm going to go over to them and make sure they know about it. Like, Brilliant. That is a brilliant strategy for any homeowner. That's all a homeowner wants to hear is where are you going to find the buyer? And most listing agents go, "Uh, well, we'll put it up. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, Thank you, man. DJ, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for saying all those that, that great stuff, man. It's, it's truly, truly appreciated. In fact, I'm I'm kind of the uh, the the anti internet. So what I say is, I say, Mister Seller, of course you're going to be on Zillow. Of course you're going to be on Realtor.com. And truly, yeah, those are automatic pulls. You, are, you know, I, there's no question about it. In fact, I I buy the upgraded packages because yeah, the internet is a great way to market and sell their home, but we only have 30 to 45 to an hour here for me to convince you that I am the best. And the way I'm going to do that is tell you everything I do above and beyond the internet and above and beyond and better than the internet. But please know, of course, you're going to be on Zillow with me as you would be with any other realtor. I just want you to appreciate even more that I'm going to do to try to land that buyer. And then I go through my series of marketing tools. And uh, just list is just one of them. Of course, I got many more that I talk about in the book for sure.
0: It's incredible. It's really treating this. I, I get very excited talking to you because you take this very seriously. You have a, you, you, you are prepared. Um, this, you don't wing, uh, this is a performance. It is important, right? When you very meet with a client, made, yeah, it's of very course, to me, of yeah. course it is. And, and, and it is so impressive. I love hearing and, and, you know, it's so funny because this is this is how we distinguish people who are you know professionals from non-professionals in this industry and and people who are successful tend to be very methodical and it is it is mostly about you know thinking three to four steps ahead like you know uh this idea of of coming uh, you already know the price point i'm sure that you think is best you're going to take that at the very very end after you've already built so much rapport and so much um You've, you've impressed upon them so much of your knowledge that they are now bought into you. It's that they're buying into your philosophy. And from there, then you can kind of steer the ship. Is Do I have that right?
1: Yeah, totally. Totally get it. Yeah, absolutely. It's very methodical. That was a great word that you said. And, uh, and for sure. And again, this is just like one part of the book, right? It's the listing presentation. I dive into how to turn open houses into listing opportunities not just to pick up buyers, how to get listing interviews from I I I am very I, I talk a lot about pricing, how to properly price it, what language to use to try to control that aspect of uh or not control is not necessarily the word, but to earn the respect when it comes to pricing. I like to think I and how to protect your commission. That's something I'm very proud of is how I present my full commission. I'm proud to say that I am a full commission agent. I earn that. And it's what I say that how how I go about that is,
0: is in the book, I, the book. I love it. What 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 um, prompted you to want to write a book and and give this out to this information out to other agents?
1: Ah, uh, it's a great question, man. I uh, I was selling a home to an agent from CAA, so Creative Artists Agency, yeah, a big big moving agent, and and I sold him a home in my area uh, that I work called North Ranch area of Westlake Village, and. Sold my home there and then I listed his home in the Hollywood Hills. And he goes, Hey man, you're so good at this. You gotta write a book. You ever thought about that? And I go, man, thank you. I go, I actually have. I thought about writing. I've been doing this for 33 years, DJ. I'm at the point of my career where I, I actually like, you know, helping other realtors. It's not a it's not a corny thing. It's just I dig it. Like I I reply to every DM and email and call if I could help somebody make more money, it's a good thing. And I feel good about that. So I actually said, I've been thinking about that. He goes, can I connect you with one of our literary agents? And I go, oh man, are you kidding me? Of course. So I did a zoom with, with a literary agent named Anthony who was CAA. The and then he asked if he, if he loved, we, we got along beautifully. And he said, man, I love this idea of this book. It's a, a business book, how to sell real estate. Remember DJ, this isn't a motivation book. I don't tell anybody to drink juice, exercise, or a vision board not an energy book, none of that kind of stuff. This is a how to sell real estate book for real estate agents. So he said, so he said, we'd love to represent you. That was a win beyond DJ. I couldn't wait to tell my wife that I, I go, wait a minute. You tell me I have an agent. Cause you man, I'm, I'm a realtor. I've never been on that side of
0: You the work of with the agents. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. I've never been on that side of the table. So he said, absolutely. So I got excited. And then you write a treatment of what the book would look like. So I did that and that took me a long time because I wanted to, be really good and then the agent took that and uh and he put it out to all the publishers i had multiple offers and i signed with harper collins leadership uh because i just loved you know tim and Sicily, who are the uh, harper team the leadership team and uh then we took it from there then i had a great collaborator that helped me put this in paper named mark tab and we wrote a phenomenal book that i'm very proud of and the review by the way today It's a very special day, DJ. Today is launch day. So all the people that have been pre-ordering it, and there's been thousands of them over the past few months, received their books today. So I'm already getting some amazing reviews. And it's a very, very proud moment for me. It's June 6th. And and I'm very uh, grateful and humbled by all
0: the great reviews.
1: So that's how the book came about. And I wrote it, and I'm proud of it.
0: Well, the book is called Agent's Edge, Secret Strategies to Win Listings and Make Your Fortune Selling Real Estate. And it is available literally everywhere that books are sold. Amazon, of course, Barnes & Noble, Target, online, of course, everywhere. Walmart is uh, too. So please, everyone go out and get their book. We'll have a link to the Amazon uh, store uh, for the book right in our show notes. One last question, Jordan, for you, just out of curiosity, Um What's the most satisfying part of being a realtor for you? Obviously, you you do this, you, you've, you've worked uh, on the smallest of starter homes to palatial uh, estates. Um, what is it that, what do you enjoy the most about uh, being a realtor?
1: All right, DJ, you want the truth or you want the, the corny bullshit answer? I want man. the if truth. You, I want the truth. The best part is going to the bank after it closes, man, and being <laughs> done. They <laughs> putting that money in the bank. That's the best part, man. Listen, I've been doing this a long time. I just want to save as much money as I can so someday I can slow myself down. I love moving people. I love having uh, you know, happy buyers and happy sellers and watching people accomplish their goals. I love it. But for me personally, the best part is when the deal closes and, and I get paid. And I think I hope a lot of realtors that are listening to this go, man, I'm glad he said that because I think we're all in agreement. It's very easy for a realtor to say, oh, I don't care at all about that. I just want to make people happy. Well, that's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, we got a job to do, man. And I want to I I do as well as I can, man. So that's that's my happy moment is when it closes and I get to congratulate people and get that check.
0: That's the happiest moment for me. That's the
1: truth. I'm losing you, DJ. I'm losing you. You're cutting out a little bit. Say that one more time. Sorry,
0: guys. Yeah, i sorry. I I love that. Jordan, thank you. I know we're having some tactical difficulties. We'll get that worked out. Sorry about that. So sorry about that. But but that is absolutely a a great
1: dang. I can't
0: oh, hear you at all. You froze. Let's see, Jordan, if I can get better. Hang on one sec. Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Um, Coming in clear now. Oh, now I got you. My, it's a little bit better now?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Sorry. I don't know what's going on here. Um, That was awesome, and and I and I love that, and I and I appreciate that, and of course, that's the best part is uh, is going, you know, getting paid and going to the bank, and it's it's something that you know we we shouldn't pretend is not the like a lot of times people will say uh, everything but that, right. They'll yeah. say, Oh, it's about helping people. And of course it is that too. Um, of course. but we don't, we don't tend to celebrate the financial part of it. And why are we in this business if we don't want to celebrate the financial part? Yeah. It, yeah. So.
1: I mean, I really love when, when people close and closing a big one today, and I'm excited about that closing a big one today Not the name drop out of my name dropping for uh, Brett Michaels, you know, from poison, man. Of course, sure. I love, it. I get, I get to represent them on a ton of deals. I love them. Every deal with with that guy, it's all about good karma, right? So I'm closing a good karma deal today, and it's uh, very exciting for me. So, man, I love to see him happy. I love to see the buyer of his home happy. I love everybody to be happy. But I'm going to be the happiest when I go to the bank at the end of the day and make my deposit. <laughs> no well, you, can, you can rock
0: a red bandana to yeah. the closing, <laughs> as as Brett is known to do. There um, you go. That, that's amazing! Amazing. Uh, Jordan Cohen' his new book is called "The Agent's Edge: Secret Strategies to Win Listings and Making Your Fortune Selling Real Estate." Number one uh, agent and Remax worldwide, three hundred million. Plus per year, guys. How big is this team? Just him, literally just him.
1: Me, me <laughs> and I got two assistants that handle all two the paperwork. It's, yeah, I'm the only one selling.
0: it's it's almost laughable it's so uh ridiculous because he's that he's that it's laughable in like oh my god somebody actually does this and he does he's incredible jordan cohen is is his name guys if you want to learn how to increase your uh your gci and of course you do which is why you're listening to our show you're gonna you're gonna need his book jordan cohen the agent's edge super nice guy really fun he's gonna actually tell you how to do things, not just why, the how. That's the part that we need to get back to, the hows, the strategies. He's got them and they're clearly working for him. And Harper Collins is an awesome publisher. So we wish Jordan the very, very best. Everyone go out and pick up his book. You can find it anywhere books are sold, but also check out what Jordan is up to. By the way, guys, he is also one of the most followed realtors Uh, And social media. If you go to his Instagram, he's got over 500,000 followers. He's, he's incredible. So follow him on Instagram, Jordan Cohen one. And that's, I only looked at Instagram. I'm sure you're on all the other platforms too. No, just that.
1: I got Facebook for that. A little bit on Twitter, Twitter (laughs) at Jordan Cohen 21, but I, I like that. I, I really, I'm not on TikTok yet, but I I, I really love Instagram. That's, yeah, that's, that's the
0: next frontier for you, I think. Um, but yeah, he's on Instagram and Twitter. He, links to those both on his website, jordancohen.com. And it's a really cool website, by the way, too. So that's Thanks another for that. great, uh, for agents looking for inspiration for how to create a great agent website, that's a, a really fantastic example. So everyone go out and pick up the book and we will, uh, on behalf of our audience, we want to thank Jordan for coming on our show, giving us these amazing tips. And tricks to help win more listings and, you know, just uh have a better 2023. Um, and also increase the professionalism of the industry. I love it. Jordan's at the forefront of that. Uh also on behalf of Jordan and myself, we want to thank our audience for making it all the way to the end of the show. Want to thank our sponsors as well. Um, so we want to thank everyone involved uh, with helping us put the show together. So thank you everyone, Jordan. Thank you. We will see everybody on the next episode, Jordan. Thanks so much.
1: From the bottom of my heart, DJ, thank you for having me. You have an incredible show. You're an incredible guy. And it's truly, truly my pleasure and, and an honored to be on your show. And I'm forever grateful. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.